Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, I love the smell of point spreads in the morning. Uh, good to have you guys with us here on After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby Lubitz. After a red hot weekend of college football action, we have the debut of the pros. And who better to help us usher in the degeneracy that surrounds the National Football League season and explore it from uh, every betting and gambling angle? Than the man himself. Uh, they based the movie two for the money on this man's life, and for good reason. Couldn't find a guy handsome enough to play him, so they settled on McConaughey, uh, the great Brandon Lang, who uh, you'll also find as the number one guy on Believe Podcasts. Uh, joining us now here on After Hours, Brandon. How are you, my friend? He's got me laid so much. It's literally fishing with dynamite when you go into a bar and you show the picture of me and Matt <laughs> on the set in New York, you know, with a big bro hug and people are looking at it. Chicks are like, oh my God, you know Matt? I'm like, yeah, he kind of played me in a movie. No way. Yeah, he's supposed to be in town. I'm supposed to hook up with him later. No way. Grab a girlfriend. We'll see what happens. Bam. See ya. Unreal. So I just got to say, Matt, thanks for getting me a lot of poo-tang, buddy. Nobody better. Nobody bigger. Nobody larger. And then my man, uh, J.K. Living, baby. J.K. Living. Just keep living. So, <laughs> yeah. what's up, boys? Yeah. Good morning, sir. <laughs> he should team up with you on one of these, uh, you know, ads for these gambling websites. No, uh, Brandon Lang? I, nah, he's, he's all, he's big time now. He doesn't, not had friends run into him and, and, and say that they know me. He's like, I love that guy. He's the best. But, you know, Academy Award winner, he's moved on to, to bigger and better things. I'll give you an example. Two for the Money comes out and, and uh, it was my moment, you know, and then like, I don't know, two, three years later, he did We Are Marshall and he's like, it's the greatest script I've ever read. So they just go to the next, yeah. to the next hype point and do whatever they want. So it's a caption in time that gets the job done. 17 years later, it comes down to one thing and one thing only, and that's Pick Your Winner. So last weekend on the website, pretty good weekend, Old Dominion Friday night, outright over Virginia Tech, alongside of the Appalachian State North Carolina game on Saturday. Um, came back to Florida State outright on Sunday. And then I'm still scratching my head today on how Clemson and Georgia Tech reached that post total of 51. <laughs> I had I had 51 and a half, so, but, but most of the people on the website got 51, so we called it a push. But you just sit there and go, it was 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. It's 0-0 with nine minutes to go in the second quarter when, when, when Clemson blocks a punt and returns it for a touchdown. And the next thing you know, here comes 17-3 at the half. And then Georgia Tech gives up another block punt in the second half that leads to seven points. Their coach goes for it on fourth and three from his own 38 in the fourth quarter. That leads to another. I mean, should you sit there and go, 0-0 zero, zero at the end of one. 51's your number. And they still figure out to get there. So uh, Jeff Collins, uh, head coach of Georgia Tech, will be looking in the unemployment line at the end of the year. He is absolute garbage. <laughs> and uh, cost me a... It cost me. He's on the hit list already. Coaches early on the hit list. Jeff Collins of Georgia Tech on the B lane. Uh, voodoo doll, stick pins in him. Hope he has the worst career of his life. Anyway, Captain uh, Boyce. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, uh, and, and it's interesting. Uh, we had Mike Narvella on our uh, regular show this morning, uh, the Defo show. And, uh, you know, Luby set that up. Of course, he's a big FSU guy, as you know. And, uh, I would have to say, uh, you know, that, that we uh, kind of glossed over 
what would seem like the most glaring coaching error in, in the history of the universe, laddering their ball inside the, and giving this LSU oh. team, which was dead, a chance to come back. And, and you know this as well as anybody from the degenerate standpoint. You needed more than a series of miracles Oof, after that guy cover. from LSU muffed a punt. I mean, this thing was Boy. over. The flowers were in the punch. And you come all the way back with a chance to maybe even uh, either get a push if you were laying three or win the game. And uh, and then, like, out of nowhere, this, this extra point gets blocked and, and you're out of the money again. It was unbelievable. First of all, fourth and, fourth and four. Fourth and goal at the four in the first half. You take the three. Yes. The buffoon <laughs> goes for it and leaves three off the table. Now, I can get if it's fourth and goal at the one. I can even get if it's fourth and goal at the two. But fourth and goal at the four, buffoon award, put him in a cage with the monkeys and let him figure it out. Football. Okay, that was error number one. Error number two at the goal line, just take a knee. Yep three times make them use all their timeouts kick the field goal to go up two scores and it's game over yep. see this is my problem with coaches at the collegiate level they literally are monkeys they're complete and <laughs> ugly. Listen, they're monkeys they're they're baboons they're the rat in the maze who's trying to figure out a way to run through the maze and get the cheese at the end of the maze and laboratories at harvard yale columbia and cornell this guy could be a great recruiter, but he cannot be trusted as a football coach. And it's amazing to me that you got 479 coaches on tap. You have 379 jammed up in those press boxes up top, and nobody can say, hey, Mike, let's just run it right into the line or yep. take an E three yep. times, and let's kick the field goal, babe, and get out of here with the win. No. Then he, you know, then he says, you know, well, he, he, and at the end of the game, he says, my guys just made a big plan. I, I love these guys. My problem is take ownership for your stupidity. Hey, Mike, big play by your defense. Listen, listen, you know what? Great play by my defense. My kids bailed me out. I don't know what I was doing. Let my offensive coordinator call for a pitch down the goal line when a field goal puts it up two scores. I got to do a better job coaching them up. I got my, my coordinator's got to do a better job. We got to be smarter than that down there. But, but, but unfortunately, uh, fortunately for us, the kid stepped up and made a big play and then bailed out their coach. So I was going ahead and play by me, and uh, I'll get better. My team will get better. We'll get better. And uh, good things for Florida State. Go Seminole. Go Knowles. Take ownership of it. Just don't brush over it. You know, listen, you went home. She was hot. She pulled her pants down. She had 11-inch cock. Mike, doesn't make you a bad guy, babe. Doesn't make you a bad guy, Mike, okay? Doesn't make you a bad guy. You got fooled by everything else. The Adam's apple was shaved. Couldn't see the Adam's apple. She had the perfect figure, looked like Naomi Campbell, and she brought 11 to the table, and you took like a champion. Mike, nice job, baby. Mike Norvell, nice job. Welcome to the Tranny Club, baby. You and Jeff Collins, welcome to the Tranny Club. All right, so let's get to the game, boys. Good rant. Yeah, well, we, we handled it, uh, you know, as if it was uh, the Mike Norvell show, and we were the uh, shill announcer that does the radio calls of the games and you said, well, that. you know, and that was a tough break in there when uh, they got to the football, and... Of course, that fumble. What a great defensive play that was. Never mentioning that it might have been the most moronic call in the history of the uh, sport. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, do you subscribe to any of these seasonal theories where you have to do the same thing all year long? Like there was one out there, Brandon Lang, uh, where, you know, you bet against the defending Super Bowl champion every uh, game against the spread the ensuing season. Uh, I always overinflated the Lions because they won the Super Bowl the year before. The suckers are sending their money in. Uh, I, I don't know if you believe that any of this stuff works, but um, I, I also uh, – 
you know, have heard where if you bet every home dog all year long on the blind, regardless of game and, and point spread, uh, that you would, would come up a winner. I, I don't know if either of those things are true or actually work out that way, but uh, it takes a lot of balls to bet some of these home dogs. Uh, how do you feel about betting a home dog tonight, though, What with the Rams and the Bills? I I subscribe to the, the home dog theory. I'm okay. a home dog guy. This game tonight, however, with Stafford never playing the preseason, coming off that injury, and the first team unit not being together, and, and, and Buffalo trying to make a statement, the whole world on Buffalo. I think the value is Buffalo first half play. You know, Josh Allen played in the preseason, so the first unit that got some reps together, unlike most teams, said everybody for the entire preseason. Um, I like Buffalo minus one first half. I think there's some, some value there. Um, let's go to college football. Alabama. Um, laying 20 and a half to Texas. Um, number one teams that are coming off a win of 44 points or more in game one are 7 and 0 straight up and against the spread Jesus. in game two. So good luck, Steve Sarkeesian. He's already come out and softened up the blow, getting blown out by saying this Alabama game is not going to define our season. Oh, Jesus. Well done, Steve. What a softening push of you getting absolutely destroyed. Well done. Oh um, Northern Illinois and Tulsa getting some line value with Northern Illinois. They struggled at home against Eastern Illinois. We're actually out game. This is a Northern Illinois team that turns 18 starters and the best offensive line in the MAC. Five seniors return in that offensive line. They're getting six and a half to a Tulsa team that scored 37 points at Wyoming and got beat. Now coming back home. I do not see Tulsa blown out Northern Illinois. This is a really good Northern Illinois team. MAC conference dogs, non-conference dogs. Here we go. Like Northern Illinois plus six and a half. And listen to me. I get Mississippi State's out of the SEC. That, of all the games last week, probably one of the most impressive was Arizona going into San Diego State and their new stadium getting 12 and a half and winning the game outright by double digits. That's not a bad San Diego State team. Granted, the the dark cloud of the rape on campus involving the Buffalo punter and friends definitely had a weight on those two kids' shoulders, as you can see. But they're coming back home getting 11 and a half in Mississippi State, ride the Arizona Wildcat freight train. NFL, Mike Tomlin, last year, week one, what'd he do? What'd he do, boys? What'd he do last year, week one, our oh, boy Mike Tomlin? You know more than we do. Come on. Come on, boys. No idea. Come on, boys. <laughs> what did he do? He went into Buffalo as an underdog and won the game outright. He is a feisty, feisty dog, boys. Our boy Mike Tomlin is a feisty, feisty underdog, and I'm going to ride him here plus the points to get it done over Cincinnati at six and a half. Let's ride up to seven. Listen, I see nothing from the Niners that leads me to believe they should be laying six and a half on the road against anybody right now. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, fat Asian porn stars. It's all done big pot in the Bay Area, boys. So I'm going to take the Bears at home plus six half. I'm going to buy that one up to plus seven. And last but certainly not least, the game I gave you last week, the Raiders plus three bite up the half. I'll take the Raiders plus three and a half over the LA Chargers. Those are your six plays. Let's see how I do. But a bang, but a boom. Jeff Collins and our boy Mike Novell are in the tranny club for this week. <laughs> We brushed over it. Uh, you know, you I'm asked him about it. You asked him about it. I mean, he addressed yeah. it. I asked about it, but I put it very, uh, very gently. That, that's for sure. Uh, Brandon, we love you, man. Uh, where, where can people get all this information and stuff and uh, get some guidance as they, uh, you know, trying to fill their pockets with cash over the weekend? 
Betting Sports. Uh, BrandonLang.com. BrandonLang.com, boys. All right. All right. It's as simple as that. Thank you, my friend. You're the best, Brandon. Always a pleasure. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen. Brandon, uh, you know, I wish he was opinionated. (laughs) It would make it a lot easier to do these segments. Exactly. (laughs) No, you talk about a superficial treatment of an horrendous call by a coach. I mean, what what were we going to do? The guy was gracious enough to come on our show, Mike Norvell. Seemed like a nice guy. Uh, Look, I mean, he he controlled that game. That's the weird thing about being a degenerate gambler. You're absolutely right if you like Florida State in that game. In fact, you're more right than you could have ever considered yourself. Yeah, I thought they'd be in the game. wasn't I didn't I wasn't sure if they'd win, but they would be in it more than Boot, Josh Booty, and our buddy Ken, who knows college football really well. The professor, said. I did not think yeah. they'd dominate. Look, until Norvell told us, if you want to check it out, it's South Florida Live or the Devo Show with Luby on uh, YouTube. He said it. They like. They dominated the game until the last four minutes. They dominated for 56 minutes, and that last four minutes, that third and five call in Florida State's possession was a stupid-ass call where you tried to throw it down the field for no reason. You just needed to eat clock, force a timeout. Bad call. The third and one, or the third and goal, where he pitches it, bad decision. And then the prevent, where they went uber-prevent like it was an NFL game, even though it's college, and first down, stop the clock. And you addressed it. We addressed both of them with him, and he said, yeah, they weren't the greatest calls. We did not finish that last four minutes strong. I mean, what else can he say? Most coaches wouldn't have said that, and he did. So I'll yeah. give him credit for that. He's kind of like the guy that uh, is in there against some slugger, and uh, he's out boxing him for you know, 10 of the 12 rounds, and, and then all of a sudden gets caught with a haymaker in uh, you know the late stages of round 11, and you're just hoping he wins on the scorecards if he survives round 12. But, uh, you know, Florida State was definitely on the ropes there. <laughs> In those last minutes, and and once that punt was muffed the second time, uh, there, uh, you know, it, LSU had finally gotten what they wanted, which was the stop. They didn't use their timeouts defensively. They get a three and out, and uh, it looks like they're going to get the ball in, in, you know, not great position, but certainly not uh, on the one yard line with one twenty to go. Uh, there was about two twenty five to go in the ball game at that time, and the guy muffs the punt, and, and you you can't blow that from, from that spot, nope. right? It's over. Game's over. Yeah, it was like watching Serena Williams. I mean, and people are trying to make the case that she was, uh, you know, coming back to her championship form. That was all bullshit. Yeah. Because uh, Serena Williams, in, in you know anything close to her prime or, or, or what she, you know, actually will always remembered, be remembered as being one, one of the greatest players ever, if not the greatest, uh, d- does not, you know, lose, uh, you know, get broken after being up forty love serving for the set and then lose the next three games on top of that and lose the set. It doesn't happen. Right. And, uh, you know, after uh, being up four nothing in the second set, she, she doesn't have to take it to a tiebreaker, uh, you know, and go to desperation while she's completely out of gas and on oxygen, uh, you know, to, to get to a third set, which she eventually gets blown out. Of. Uh, but uh, people, you know, want to believe the the illusion, you know, that uh, she, she was back on her game. Now, now we don't know where, where Florida State's going to go from there. But uh, that, that was one of the wildest finishes. And, and then, of course, uh, on the other end of things, uh, you had a pick in that Florida Gator game uh, against Utah, where, where Utah looks like they're uh, going to, you know, completely the the game, yep. stave off after being controlled throughout the ballgame. That, that was another case where, where the better who had who had Florida, you know, was going to be completely right and, and absolutely justified in all of their opinions and was still in a position to lose their money on the ballgame. So be careful, people. Be careful out there if you're wagering. 
You could be the smartest person in the room and uh, still end up the most broke uh, of anybody. While some other schmink, uh, you know, just uh, likes the colors. Uh, yeah, I love orange and blue. You know, ends up winning the game. All right, we, we have to run. Uh, uh, thanks to Brandon Lang. It's always great. You can catch his podcast on Believe. He started this whole thing uh, with the uh, Believe uh, Networks, and uh, it's blossomed into something huge. We're happy to be a part of it. Always great having Brandon on the show. Uh, catch us uh, on South Florida Live. Become a subscriber. You, you can catch what we do. We had that Mike Norvell interview. Uh, you can hear uh, the uh, softballs that we lobbed at Mike Norvell you earlier this me. morning. What are you supposed to I mean, you're not... Look, my dad was who's a Noel was like, you need to go after him. I'm like, we will ask him the stuff and bring it up. Yeah, you can't really jerks. attack a guy. That's fine. Yeah, it's not appropriate. I mean, what are you do? Yeah, I don't know what else you can say. I mean, the guy's gonna look. He's gonna say the same thing whether you ask him some vicious, you know, uh, you know, approach, with some vicious approach to the question, or you know, if you lob him the softball like we did. Like, uh, you know, in a self-team pitching slow-pitch league. (laughs) (laughs) I like it a little outside of the right here. I'm going to try and hit to the fat kid in right field. All right, uh, we have to run. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Catch us South Florida Live. Uh, Subscribe to that, our YouTube channel. You get our show every morning from 7 to 9 Eastern time, and uh, it's archived, and all kinds of good stuff happens there, including our uh, Degenerate Friday show we have coming up tomorrow. So you'll like that. Lots of different handicapping ideas if you're a degenerate gambler. And even if you're just a casual gambler, we're, we're not going to say we're going to attempt to educate you like oh, the no. people that are up there for FanDuel and DraftKings. Well, we'd like to educate you in how to separate you from your cash. <laughs> exactly. We can only make suggestions that we would be inclined to follow. And, you know, at that point, you realize that uh, pretty much everybody loses at this. <laughs> no matter how sharp. If they're putting their own money up, there's a good chance they're going to end up short. Uh, we do have some uh, winning handicappers, though, that uh, routinely yes. win for the season. So, yes. you know, don't win every year, but uh, pretty much all, all the time. So, you know, come out at least above 500 or clear enough of 500 that you don't have to worry about even losing the juice which is a good thing. All right, uh, from Michael Louie Lewitz, thanks for uh, tuning in to After Hours here on Believe. I'm Jeff DeForest, and uh, just uh, keep this in mind, people, whether you're betting the Rams or the Bills tonight, whatever side you're on, you've got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, (laughs) no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand-cut every day, everything, and I mean everything is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have... They're amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar, and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.